Good morning and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Luke Brakefield, and it's my prayer that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Continuing in our theme of creation this week, we understood yesterday that the only thing made in the image of God, the Imago Dei, is humanity. All of us are made humans. We are all made, no matter who we are or where we're from, in God's image. We're even made in God's image whether we recognize him or not. But we know as believers that the key to recognizing this and being able to worship God in spirit and in truth is doing something with the knowledge of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In that verse we referenced, Genesis 1.26, the Bible says, Let us make man in our own image. So the question comes, who's the us? In Genesis 1.26, that man is made in the image of. Well, since we know that God is the only creator, he created ex nihilo, out of nothing, then the us refers to himself, actually, in reference to what we know as the triune God. Or, this is the first reference in the Bible to the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. All God himself. Now, this is very important for us to understand because we know that the most important figure in all of history was who? Jesus Christ. He is the most polarizing image of all of humanity. And the most important name to the church today is Jesus because, I mean, we talk about him. We introduce him to others. He is without a doubt the most important figure in all of history. Now, Paul writes in relation to this creation in Colossians 1, 15 through 20, and the headline of this text is the centrality of Christ. Listen to these words. Verse 15, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. This is speaking of Jesus Christ. Verse 17, he is before all things, and by him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile everything to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. What we understand as believers, according to this, is that Jesus is the one who made everything look the way it does. All things have been created through him and for him, and he is before all things, verse 17 says, And by him, everything is held together. So we are reminded that God did not just create the world and leave it to chance. He created the world and created it to sustain it. And Jesus Christ is the sustainer of the world. And all the fullness of God dwells in him, meaning Jesus is God. And so we know as believers That in Jesus, we not only have salvation from our sins, we not only have a way to heaven, a way out of hell, 
We have a way to a relationship with God that we can worship Him through in spirit and in truth, and we can see purpose in this life. But not only that, my friend, today, recognize verse 17. He is before all things, and by Him all things hold together. Jesus is holding you together and everything around you together. It may not look like it, but my friend, today he is in control. He sustains. He keeps it all together. So whether or not you have it together, he does, and you can rest in him. When you confess him as Lord of your life, this is yours to understand as you live on this earth. It may not always be good. It may not always be pretty, but he's got this. And this is what we we love to understand as believers. Listen, being saved is more than just going to heaven. Amen. Being saved is living today in the power of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit in whom all things are held together. Be blessed today as you walk with him.